Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Wadier, and I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Scott. How are you? Doing fantastic, my friend. We are going to have an incredible conversation today. I feel mm. confident in that, as this is um, something that we've gotten a lot of questions about. And it is something that really speaks to both of our intentions with why we fast and why we started this whole Fasting for Life thing. So I'm excited about today, Tommy. If you're new to the podcast, Go back to episode 100, and I can't believe we have, I don't even know what episode this is, but we're past the century mark, and it's incredible. So episode 100 is a place, almost like a starting place, where you can go back, Mm -hmm. you can get the highlights and the motivation, but also some of the most impactful episodes that we've gotten feedback on and kind of give you the basics of who we are and what we do. If you want to hear our story, you can go all the way back to the first couple of episodes uh, with Grace, of course, um, and get a little bit more insight into who we are and into our fasting journey. And today's conversation, Tommy, really hits home with, you know, only certainly my personal journey, my family's journey, uh, and the journey of so many of you listeners and people that we've helped along the way. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited to break down the complexity of Metformin versus berberine. And if those words are new to you, uh, metformin is the starting place for a lot of people when they end up with a symptom and they end up going to the doctor and having some blood work done. And then it comes back that you have a cholesterol or a blood pressure issue, as well as a fasting blood glucose test that comes back high that puts you in the pre diabetes range. And then your option. The number one option is to be offered or to be put on a medication called metformin. Yeah. And and usually along with that recommendation, you might be hearing about what's what's next, what's further down the line, right? And then if and when these parts of your blood work or these symptoms continue to progress, then there will probably be multiple other medications added on top of it, right? Like it it's the it's the first step in a potential cascade, right? Yeah, it's one of the things that we'd like to talk about is the reversal concept. And, and we really want to look at like this reversal, right? So when you if you have a blood sugar related issue or you have metabolic syndrome, you know, you get the 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 recommendations to your point, Tom. You have all right, eat healthy foods. Okay, well, what does that look like? Uh, be more active, eat less, move more, uh, right. lose the excess weight, right? So five to seven percent of your body weight is about 14 pounds if you're 200 pounds and get get into a healthier range, right? And mm-hmm. we know just by looking around that that's not what's happening. We're moving in the opposite direction. By 2030, 86% of the United States population is going to be uh, overweight and or obese. Uh, we're approaching that 40% obesity mark. And then they'll tell you to stop smoking. And then the medication conversation that you've alluded to and that we've mentioned is, okay, well, when typically 
Well, we'll hear in the thousands of patient interactions that I've had in new consults and patient new patient consultations is, well, okay, doctor, what are my options? Okay, well, we just listed them. But okay, when I get on the medication, do I ever get off of it? Mm-hmm. And there doesn't seem to be an endpoint. And a lot of people will exhibit frustration of being stuck or just think that this is your only option. And it's just frustrating. And this has been in, in my personal experience as well, but also with my dad is like, okay, so what are the options? Are there other options out there? What is metformin doing? What's it working on? And is this helping me undo the problem that I actually have, which is a blood sugar or metabolic related issue? And the answer mm-hmm. in the short term is no, it's managing the symptom. It's not increasing the efficacy. There's, I've never heard someone say, yeah, I got on metformin, I lost weight and I reversed my diabetes. Yeah. No, or I've pre-diabetes, excuse mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I've, n- I've also never heard that. Um, what I have heard people say is, hey, this fasting thing seems really, really powerful. I'm starting it. I'm liking it. I'm seeing the scale move, but I don't know how to do this now that I'm on metformin. So I almost feel like, uh, I, like I, I see the solution, but I'm, I don't think I can do this because I, I think the two are incompatible. Like, w- what should I do about that? Yeah. And this, that's, that's great. So i wanted to mention this in the beginning and I completely forgot our next challenge is coming up on February 23rd. And you just reminded me of that conversation when we get the messages saying, Hey, I'm a diabetic. I'm a pre-diabetic. I've been fasting for a while. Can I do this challenge because of my medication? Like, mm-hmm. is this safe for me to do? So are we saying in this moment, cause we're going to unpack the incredible benefits of berberine and we're going to outline and unpack the metformin uh, mechanism what it's doing, how berberine is similar, the side effects of both. And in the short term, our takeaway message is that berberine, not just for diabetics or pre-diabetics, in the short term, has a great effect without the side effects compared to the standard operating procedure uh, Mm -hmm. in the medical system when you get some blood work done and your blood sugar is elevated. So, and that medication conversation happens. So, the challenge is coming up on the 23rd. You can go to www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. And that starts uh, February 23rd. It runs through March 1st. More information and details, just click the link. It'll bring you to a registration page. It'll have all the bullet points and information. Get signed up. Don't miss out on that, Tommy. And that reminds me yeah. of um, a testimonial that we just had come through. And a lot of you that might be listening to this say, well, I don't you know, I haven't had to ha- get to this point yet, or I, I, I have the elevated blood pressure or my cholesterol numbers look off. My triglycerides are high. My LDL is low, uh, uh, high. My HDL is low, the good and bad cholesterol. Right. Yeah. And I, I haven't really gotten to this point, but if your fasting blood sugar is elevated above 100 in that range of 100 to 125 and your A1C is elevated mm-hmm. right above the 5.5 mark, then you're going to be in that, that category of this is an eventual conversation. If you don't do something different. Right, 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 right. Things are trending in the wrong direction. It's, it's time to start pushing that, pushing those numbers in the right direction now. And that's, that's kind of how you get the the process started. And um, like, you know, for the testimonial that, that came in that, that process for, for Robert started with the challenge, right? It did. It did. So man, just incredible. So this post just came up recently I'm so glad that this came up in like real time. Right. It was, uh, we use the term hashtag NSV during our challenges, right? So it's hashtag non-scale victory because it's not about the weight loss. It's about the health, right? And uh, Robert has a cool story because at one point, 
um, you know, joining back last summer, it was, you know, he had, he had had some success with fasting and he was doing great. And all of a sudden he just got, got in the group and just absolutely crushed it and had a couple of stumbling blocks along the way, you know, being a part of continuity, sure. you know, over the yeah. months, had a couple of plateaus that we worked through, but you know, we, we watched him at one point donate, like I'm, I'll, I'll say oh, it, yeah. a, a badass amount of, of clothing <laughs> to a local uh, charity. Yeah. And it was really cool to see that post. So sh- let's share a little bit about that. And then we'll, we'll talk about his most recent update. Yeah. I mean, as, as he kind of started going through the challenge and like the ahas were just kind of hitting him like, wow, I, I, I can do this. I can do something incredible here. Things are happening. The scale is continuing to move over the weeks and then eventually uh, months into the process. And then just donating the, this, this, these awesome um, pieces of clothing, these, these cool suits. It was, it was like so 30 many of them, them too. Yeah. So many, like thousands of dollars, you know, worth of, worth of old clothes that, you know, he was like, these are never going to fit again. I don't ever want to, to even try to live into this old version of myself right here. I'm going to kick the door down on this whole thing. And, and I'm, I'm going to give these to somebody else. And so that was cool. And that was just part of his, his, like his transformation right there. Yeah. So he popped up recently on the newsfeed and said, hashtag NSV, my endocrinologist. So if you're listening to this conversation, you've had these conversations with your doctor about metformin, you're on metformin. It's been offered to you. Uh, even if you have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, metformin mm-hmm. is, is, is one of the typical uh, treatment options in the beginning. And, you know, he says, you know, I walked my, my endocrinologist walked endocrinologist walks in today and says, holy moly, you don't need me anymore. I was so proud and thankful. And not only that, she said she is actually recommending you and I, Tommy, in our podcast, which floored me to her clients that don't seem to be improving. And that's where, you know, it came from with Dr. Fung's realization of being, you know, a nephrologist and seeing these treatments that weren't getting his patients any better. Right. 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 So she even said, this is a quote from his endocrinologist. It's simple. Just stop eating. And he has been completely released from his endocrinologist. And he gives us a shout out um, and big thanks to us. And I'm just, you know, so grateful, Robert, that you heard the message you bought in and you literally are a, a completely different person on a completely different path now. And that is the reason you and I started this, Tommy, because that's what fasting has done for us. And we're going to get back yeah. into the the unpacking of metformin and berberine here in a second, but just really, really cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Tommy. So during your seven-day fast, I want to give a shout out to NutriSense here. We mentioned your CGM a couple of times. Uh, we mentioned NutriSense, um, mm-hmm. but I know you were tracking it, looking at some of the real-time metrics, which is why we've partnered with NutriSense. Um, and so I'm going to ask you for your biggest, you know, for one or two of the biggest takeaways while while using NutriSense during your your seven day fast. Mm-hmm. Um, and first of all, for all the new listeners, NutriSense, the reason we partner with them is because they combine cutting edge technology and human expertise. So you can see how your body responds to different food, exercise, stress, and sleep in real time, right? Yeah. So by pairing the CGM with the app and the expert dietitian guidance, it can help you reach your long-term health goals. So the CGM is the biosensor. It's the thing you wear on the back of your arm completely painless. Um, and then their incredible app, you scan it, boom. And in real time, you can analyze your glucose levels and the responses to all those things I just mentioned, right? So it tracks your levels. Each device lasts for 14 days. You can scan it, visualize it, log it, run experiments, which is pretty much your entire seven day fast. Right. And then you can ask really cool questions to your, to the dietitian guidance as well. 
Um, and seeing the data in real time makes it easy to identify what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. So we see weight loss, stable mm -hmm. energy, better sleep, understanding of which foods are good for them. So you'll, you'll hear some of this stuff later in the pod in this episode in some of those things that you noticed, right? Some of those changes yeah. that you noticed. Um, so head to the show notes, click the link, Nutrisense.io forward slash fasting for life. You get 30 bucks off and one month free dietitian support. Uh, I would encourage you all to choose one of the six or 12 month subscriptions because it's going to allow you to really dial it in. Tommy's an expert mm -hmm. at this point, but what's the <laughs> one biggest takeaway that you saw uh, with your readings during this experiment? Um, well, one thing that I saw was that the, the tightening up of the range as I got deeper and deeper into the fast, ketones started to rise, blood sugar stayed within a, a, a very tight range. And the, the cool thing there was that I had visuals all throughout the day. So I'm, I'm looking at this, I'm, I'm scanning it every couple of hours and then taking a look at the graph and then I'm, I'm going back to the previous day to see how it compares. All of those visuals like burn into my mind, you know? So now after coming off of the, the seven day fast and even like when I broke it, I, I didn't want to throw everything all, all crazy. I didn't want everything to all, you know, just ex expand and take forever to kind of come down with this big glucose spike. So that makes me want to make more good food choices even after coming off of there when I haven't made a food choice in, you know, a, a week now. So it's like, yes, everything sounds good and there are plenty of opportunities and different foods around that I could have chosen, but making good food choices was like, like the number one thing on my mind at that point, because I wanted to see how I was going to respond yep. then after the seven day fast. So what I heard there is built in accountability and intentionality. Yeah. And that's yep. what I absolutely love about NutriSense. Head to the show notes, click the link, grab the code, get the free month dietitian support. But so I want to give a shout out to NutriSense. And if you've been listening for a while, you know that we've partnered with them officially. Um, and we just absolutely love the real-time data that NutriSense is able to give, Tommy. Um, it combines cutting-edge tech and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different food, exercise, stress, and sleep in real time. All of those things, um, which are the real-life day-to-day stuff that can make fasting easier and health goals more obtainable. Mm -hmm. So by pairing the CGM, which is the, the continuous glucose monitor, it's the thing that you wear in the back of the arm. It's completely painless. The application takes just seconds. And then you pair that with the expert dietitian guidance. It can really help you reach your health goals, especially this time of year, beginning of the year, keeping that motivation, regaining that motivation. Um, NutriSense uh, has really been a game changer for me on my journey because yeah. your blood sugar levels can significantly impact how your body feels and functions. So real-time analysis, right? So you put the thing on, you pair it with your app, you get visuals, you get guidance, you get expert support, you've got the community. Um, and this data in real time makes it easy, like we're talking about in today's episode, to identify what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. What are those mm. things that you're doing well day-to-day? that you want to continue to build on. So outcomes that most people will see, well, weight loss, you know, um, easier to stick to your fasting window, stable energy throughout the day, better sleep, uh, how your body responds to certain foods or caffeine, yep. controlling cravings, all of yeah, the things. Less cravings. Right, all of the things that go into a healthy, sustainable fasting lifestyle. So I want to encourage you, head to the show notes, uh, click the link, nutrisense.io forward slash fasting for life. Um, Commit to one of the longer plans. 
because it's going to allow you time to create the habits and the lifestyle that's going to get you the long-term results. Mm. You'll get 30 bucks off and one month free of dietitian support. So shout out to NutriSense. Excited to continue to use it and be uh, official partners with them because it's been a game changer for us and so many of our clients as well. So Tommy, let's get back into today's episode. Okay. But, you know, from his endocrinologist perspective, I wouldn't be surprised if she was so surprised because she sees these types of transformations so seldomly right. with, within the, the patient population. It's just, it's just not normally part of the equation. And that's how it was when I used to ask physicians about this, like, can't, can't these problems just be fixed if, if the weight comes off a lot of times they say, well, yeah, but it just doesn't very often happen. And that's, that's the issue. So understanding that it is possible and there are steps to take to actually get there, I think is incredibly empowering. And, um, and, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation. So this brings me back to the conversation that I had with my dad, you know, when he originally bought into the challenge a couple of years ago, and this is very early on before we even started doing some of these programs and, mm-hmm. um, you know, guiding people through the process of how to reverse blood sugar related issues, how to decrease your blood pressure, how to decrease your inflammation, how to literally get your health back, which is what yeah. fasting did for us, Tommy. But my dad's uh, HbA1c, um, and he was on uh, you know 17 medications, and I won't go into the whole story. We do an entire uh, you know episode on my dad's story and his journey. Yeah. But if you have that 5.5 to 5.7 A1c, you're going to be elevated like right at the risky stage, and then from 5.7 right. to plus six to 6.5, you're going to be in that pre-diabetes metabolic syndrome. Uh, type stage where you're going to see the blood numbers ticking up over the years, the cholesterol, the the triglycerides, the blood pressure, those types of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have some alterations in your in your liver enzymes and your kidney function enzymes and whatnot. But then when you get over that 6.5 number, you know now you're in the in the diabetic range, and that this becomes a reality, right? So it's been cool to see that I've been able to log into my dad's portal, and over the years, so his A1C was up in the nines. And yeah. then that was on 120 units of insulin, 17 medications, multiple blood sugar medications. He was on, you know, uh, a high dose metformin. And even with the medication, that number was not coming down. So then fasting began. And this comes to the point of the question. He was like, well, what do I do about my medications? So on days that you're fasting, then your blood sugar is going to be pushed down due to the, the blood sugar-lowering blood sugar medications. Mm-hmm. Hypoglycemia is a concern for diabetics because it has been given to them in the, in, 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 the eye, in the light of it being a fearful thing. Like, you really need to watch out about this, right? You have to yeah, eat, you have to snack, yeah, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Hypoglycemia does not happen normally without diabetic-lowering medications or some rare tumor, right? We've said this before. Right. Some insulinoma, some insulin-producing tumor, right? Now, this is type 2 diabetics we're talking about. So, when you start fasting, it's like, well, what do I do? How do I manage? Do I just not take my medication that day? And you and I are never going to tell you, the listener, to stop taking their medication. Right. But I will tell you that that's what my dad did is on the days that he started doing his longer fast, he didn't take the medications because his body didn't need it. He didn't need it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel like berberine can come in as a support mechanism for, let's say, 60 to 90 days to really help add some substantial support in terms of balancing out those physiological processes that isn't going to end up with you being in the place that you're stuck having metformin as your only option 
Um, and we'll unpack some of those side effects here compared to what berberine can do. And then again, it's a short-term solution for a long-term goal where metformin is a is just kind of the the new normal, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, a lot of people who who start fasting, who who send us a message or who ask the the question, like coming into a challenge, like is this going to be okay for me to do? It's because they've already tried fasting, but with the blood sugar lowering medication, they've they've found that they've had to break their fast because mm-hmm. they they didn't know that there was any other way to kind of do it. So I, I just had to break my fast. So I, I must not be fasting. So I must not be able to fast is kind of like the mental progression that happens right. right there. And then you can quickly just eliminate fasting as, as one, as your, your potential solution for this issue, even though, you know, you might have 40 or 80 or a hundred plus pounds that you need to lose. And if you did lose it, you could, you could probably fix a lot of these issues that are going on, but you don't know how to get there because you, you're, you're painted into a corner at that point. And the number one, uh, you know, thing is lose weight, eat healthier, right? Yeah. As well as, okay. Yeah. You can use metformin to help balance the blood sugar. So let's unpack what metformin is, what berberine is. It's a, it's a supplement or a nutraceutical versus metformin, which is a pharmaceutical Yeah. and unpack the side effects. And Tommy, I'll have you do the side effects of berberine but mm-hmm. the side effects of metformin and what the risk reward is. And then the cool thing is, is that berberine and metformin act in a very similar physiological way. And metformin is very complex. So it acts in the liver to lower glucose production. It acts in the gut to increase glucose utilization mm-hmm. and increase the GLP-1 pathway, which is insulin sensitivity, which is the good thing. We don't want insulin resistance, which leads to diabetes and all the comorbidities and complications of metabolic syndrome. Um, and heart diseases and all of the things that come with being a pre-diabetic or a diabetic over the years. So at a molecular level, we're going to be looking at the mitochondria and the respiratory chain in the liver. But really, there's these two different pathways in the body, the AMPK pathway and the, the mTOR pathway. So lowercase mTOR pathway. And we want to be focusing on which metformin and berberine do, which is stimulating the AMPK pathway which is going to increase insulin sensitivity in, in, in the long term. So when we're looking at the difference between these two, you know, these are two sides of the metabolism equation, right? So mm-hmm. I'll unpack this. We'll go over the, the, um, the side effects time, and then we'll talk, uh, we'll have you unpack the berberine side, right? So yeah. AMPK pathway detects that our energy is down, right? And then we have a deficiency in energy. And it stimulates the oxidation of fatty acids in the muscle and liver, improving insulin resistance. So that's a good Mm -hmm. thing. And glucose entry into the muscle, which inhibits your triglycerides. So perfect. triglycerides are high, cholesterol is high, good cholesterol is low, bad cholesterol is high, et cetera. Blood pressure is high. Those are all some of the the things that we'll see kind of in part of the things in this equation. Overactivation of the mTOR pathway, which is what happens when you eat, right? And you consume, Mm -hmm. it's a an anabolic pathway, which is a building pathway, and it leads to insulin resistance, diabetes, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and among other diseases. So we want to be with fasting, we can decrease the amount of mTOR times that we stimulate mTOR. We can increase the AMPK pathway with fasting. And that is actually what berberine and metformin do is they stimulate the AMPK pathway, which is a positive thing. However, Metformin comes with a list of risks, which is 
The most common ones are lactic acidosis, diarrhea, nausea, nausea and vomiting, vomiting, flatulence, asthenia, and decreased vitamin B12, which can lead to anemia. So there's a lot of words in there. So I want to unpack just a couple. Asthenia is weakness, literally getting weak. So if you're told that you need to go exercise more and get and, and put out more energy, yet the medication is actually causing less energy through mm-hmm. vitamin B12 pathways, which can lead to anemia and also asthenia, then you're actually kind of like shooting yourself in the foot. Never mind. Right. The, the common ones are abdominal discomfort, diarrhea, decreased appetite, uh, low back pain, muscle pain and cramping, sleepiness. Then you've got anxiety, cold sweats, coma, confusion, depression, dizziness. These are some of the more less common ones. Yeah. Increased hunger, sweating, seizures, shakiness. They even list death on here. Not to oh, be, wow. not to be, you know, spouting fear tactics here, but if you had an option to get the same positive effect, right? So lactic acidosis is a buildup of lactic acid in your body if you're not getting enough oxygen, right? So anemia, then not carrying enough oxygen through your bloodstream. The, all of these things can be a side effect of metformin. Now, I don't know about you, but a lot of the people I talk to and my dad, these are not things that are gone over with, it's like, oh, go home and read the yeah. side effects. Well, I don't right. know a lot of people that actually do that. So juxtaposing this, right? The benefit metformin does have a physiological benefit of stimulating AMPK pathway compared to what berberine does with its side effects. Yeah. I think there's going to be some ahas here in just a moment. Yeah. And like the, the, the side effect list of berberine is, um, diarrhea, constipation, gas, and upset stomach. Um, so it's a, it's a lot shorter, of a list for sure. And, um, you know, to, to dive into some of the research articles and to see that the positive effect of berberine right. is, is oftentimes as great or greater than the effects of metformin on those key blood markers on blood pressure, on triglycerides, on the LDL, HDL, fasting glucose to, to, to see that and to go, well, there are substantial chance for for improvement here with something that has a a much much lower toxicity level is is incredibly empowering to use as a as a supplemental tool um you know during during a weight loss and a fasting journey for sure yeah and this is a short-term thing too right so a couple of the studies that you're referencing tommy and i'll let you list off some of the benefits here is efficacy of berberine in patients with type 2 diabetes this was published in the journal metabolism 2000 may of 2008 there's also the metformin and berberine, two versatile drugs in treatment of common metabolic diseases. I don't like the terminology drugs there. It's a nutraceutical, not a pharmaceutical. Oncology target, uh, 2018, February 9, 2018. Um, and there's a bunch more you know, positive you know, studies out there about what berberine is. The only concern is that that digestive change. And that really comes from, and you can think about this, if you've ever used creatine in weightlifting, there's a loading, mm. like you got to be... St- sensitive with creatine. Like you got to start and kind of build up your tolerance. If your digestive does digestive changes do happen. Yeah. So the same thing is with berberine, you know, so, uh, berberine, uh, up to 1500 milligrams a day. So 500 milligrams, one to three times a day. And the supplement that I personally have used and I'm currently using, because I'm going through kind of a testing protocol, almost like being a little Guinea pig right now. And we're going to share those results with you coming up in the next, uh, you know, a couple of months here. Mm-hmm. And, the cool thing is, is that you can take the berberine slowly. Like you don't have to start with going all the way up to the, the, the mm. highest amount that shows a, a benefit. So you can actually start with saying 500 milligrams once a day. 
And then right now I'm taking 500 milligrams two times a day. I've never mm -hmm. had any digestive changes with it, but your body will adapt to it. And those symptoms should decrease. Yeah. And um, the cool thing was in, in some of the studies where they did find some of those gastrointestinal um, changes, um, just lowering the dose um, a bit was still very effective on those key markers, but then uh, took away the, the gastrointestinal upset. So it's, it's, there's, there's so much promise there. It, it's, it's just really cool to see that there, there is another option to, to kind of help, um, yeah. you know, support that, that journey. So what are some of the benefits in the stats? Cause we pulled out, I mean, Tommy, I mean, holy moly, like you went in and pulled out a bunch of the stats and you sent me these over and I was like, okay, there's like 75 bullet points, <laughs> right? Just yeah. from a couple of the articles that we pulled, you know, knowing that now the mechanism is the same. We've talked about the side effects uh, and the potential side effects, but then the benefits are huge in that uh, berberine seems to have additional benefits that metformin does not, right? as well as some of the stats from some of these studies is just really cool to see. Hey, so I want to give a shout out to NutriSense. Uh, as you guys know, we've partnered with them recently. Um, NutriSense is an incredible company, been really instrumental on me dialing my own health journey in here recently, Tommy, um, with my body composition and my sleep and my stress. Mm -hmm. And it's just been incredible because NutriSense combines cutting edge tech and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different foods, exercise, stress, and sleep in real time. So you've got your CGM, which is the continuous glucose monitor. It's the biosensor. You stick it on the back of your arm. It's completely painless. The application takes just a second. Then you pair it with their incredible app. I couldn't believe the upgrades to be able to like set your, your blood sugar goals and your zones yeah. and all this stuff, right? Yeah, it was cool. And you get expert dietitian guidance. So it's the best of both worlds and it can help you reach your health goals in 2024. Um, and you're going to be able to kind of even do like little mini experience uh, experiments, right? And that's where, mm -hmm. you know, back in the day, I found that coffee or the sugar-free syrups, like in some of the coffees or that little extra sweetness, right? Or, you know, if I wouldn't eat my carbs, my, my cold resistant starches, because we do a lot of jasmine rices and sweet potatoes in this house. Mm. If I didn't eat them at the end of my meal, or if they weren't cold resistant, then I would notice a much bigger spike early on in my journey. So it's really been allow, allowed me to dial in um, with the visualization and the data logs, because wow. I, can, I can run these little mini experiments, right? So then you get the dietitian support. So if you see something weird, you're like, oh, well, that's weird. What happened? Did a workout, you know, you traveled something different. Um, you can literally reach out and say, hey, have you ever seen this before? What does this mean? And they can help you interpret that data as well. Mm, yeah. So it really just reinforces what you're doing well and where there's room for improvement. So more weight loss, stable energy, uh, helps your fasting decisions. You know, the things we're talking about today's episode gives you more real-time feedback, uh, which then ultimately changes the decision-making in the real time and then ultimately gets you more sustainable results. So I want to encourage you, head to the show notes, fasting, um, it's going to give you uh, $30 off. You're going to get one month free of dietitian support. The website is NutriSense.io forward slash fasting for life. If you're going to do it, commit to the six or 12 month subscriptions. It's going to give you time um, to kind of learn and level up as you go on your journey. Tommy, it's been an incredible addition to my health and weight loss journey. I know yours as mm -hmm. well. Yep, mine too. But I want to give him a shout out. If you're looking to level up 2024, now is the time. Let's head back into today's episode.
Yeah, it absolutely is. So you know, you have a lowering of uh, HbA1c, fasting, and postprandial glucose, like after actually um, after breaking our fast after eating, seven to eleven percent decrease in a matter of of weeks, not months, too. And and these effects come on fairly fairly quickly through the process, and you have a lowering of of LDL. LDLC, just non-HDL uh, cholesterol, you have uh, up to a 45% reduction between humans and rat studies um, across a matter of two to three months. So rat-a-tat-tat here, lowering A1C, lowering fasting glucose, lowering postprandial glucose, meaning post-meal, which means your insulin sensitivity has gone up, decreasing blood pressure, has an effect of anti-heart failure, anti-hypertension, anti-hyperlipidemia, so anti-high blood pressure, so lowering blood pressure, anti-increased lipids, right? So lower cholesterol, the the the, the bad one, right? Air quotes, bad cholesterol, increasing, uh, decreasing resistance, uh, anti-arrhythmias, because that was something that we saw with potential heart complications with the metformin side of things. So just overall, a, a really cost-benefit ratio here comparing the two encouraging everyone that you do have an option and that, you know, we, when we, in the clinical side of things, Tommy, you know, with the clinics that I work with, we are non-narcotic, non-surgical based pain relief centers. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we say is you can always go and have the surgery, but let's try to do a few things first before you eventually have it. Cause then you can't undo it. And that's typically what we see in knee yeah. pain patients is that their functionality goes up, but their pain level only decreases incrementally post knee replacement. So they still end up with the same pain level or a similar pain level, but they do have more strength and functionality, but that's not mm -hmm. what a lot of people have knee surgery for. It's to reduce the pain. So just looking at that cost benefit that you do have an option, I always like to say, well, let's try this first and we can always then introduce a pharmaceutical or a procedure, right? So really cool to see that uh, the studies and the efficacy of berberine are starting to become uh, exposed or brought to light. And a lot of these studies you mentioned to me are not coming from the US. They're coming from overseas. They're coming from China. They're coming from Japan. They're coming from the UK. Yeah. Um, because here in the States, we rely heavily on, you know, one of only two countries in the world that, you know, has pharmaceutical ads on local TV, right? Like they're literally right. marketing into our homes. So we want to make sure that we have options on reversal of these things and not just management of the symptoms while the disease just continues to process. Yeah, it's, it's it's cool. I'm glad you brought up that perspective because berberine has been used for literally thousands of years in other right. countries. Like it, there's there's so much anecdotal data, but it, it's it's nice to see in in the past few decades actually putting some rigorous science to it and starting to go, okay, well, what what is happening here? Why is it working? How safe is this over over long periods of time? And you know, might there be a different solution for folks who who are are battling with insulin resistance, weight loss resistance, can't get the weight off, starting to see those numbers like we've alluded to several times, you know, to start to tick up. What else can be done to to actually get at the problem here? Yeah, and just one more stat I want to share. It was a, a decreased uh, a 31, 36, and 45 percent decrease. Uh, and overall, lipid-lowering effects of berberine sound more attractive than those conventional lipid-lowering drugs because of its low toxicity. And a lot of the yeah. research that we saw, Tommy, that was we had this low toxicity thing come up where berberine acted similarly, had less side effects, and didn't have any toxic load on the body. So mm -hmm. to wrap up today's conversation, really, the last thing is really other ways you can stimulate the AMPK pathway, right? So fasting, obviously, this is a fasting podcast. 
blood sugar related health building, you know, framework that we want to continue yeah. to unpack over the weeks to months here is, um, you know, calorie restriction and fasting. Fasting is the easiest way to get into a calorie caloric deficit. We're not saying that calories are king, but we do need to take into the hormonal side of things, the insulin, the leptin side as well, which fasting also taps into. So mm -hmm. that's one way. And then, you know, high intensity exercise is another berberine is on the list of supplements that can also do this, right? Um, we're going to do an entire, another podcast just on supplementation. We've got a lot of questions about it, high antioxidants, foods, and then, um, you know, also, uh, uh, cold therapy. So like, uh, cryotherapy, cold, cold submersions, uh, cold baths, uh, ice baths, those types of things as well. Yeah. And I, I feel like I would be remiss to, um, to point out the fact that just leveling up your own fasting is, is one of those ways to kind of dial up, yes. know, dial up the volume. I obviously right? didn't say that clearly. <laughs> AMPK, one of the easiest ways to stimulate AMPK is through fasting. Yeah. So wherever you are in your fasting level and your fasting journey right now, getting to the next level, like getting a little bit more weight off, getting a, a little more comfortable with your fasting interval and getting disciplined, setting your own fasting timer. And, you know, if you can't break through that kind of intermittent fasting kind of level, consider joining the challenge because we, what we do is we take a lot of people from the beginner and the, the kind of intermediate stages and we, we get them leveled up so that they can take that and push further into their own fasting journey to start seeing new results. It's just, it's a really cool process. And, and I love the fact that like Robert looking back over the last like six months, seeing that sort of transformation happening. And it all started within a challenge. Yeah. And I mean, that's, we've had berberine and metformin on our list of things to talk about, just like weight loss medications. And we have this running list of podcast topics based off of yeah. your questions and research and really just trying to continue to move the needle, right. And support the fasting lifestyle. Yeah. And one of the things, the coolest things is that this lines right up with the start of the challenge. Cause one of the most common questions we get is, you know, I'm a diabetic or pre-diabetic or monomedication. What do I do? Well, you have options and yeah. it is something that we definitely unpack and we can break through those plateaus, uh, in the seven day ramp up. So that's coming up. So as we always land the plane, Tommy, as we like to say, uh, yeah. with an action step for the episode, one is going to be, uh, if you've been on the fence, uh, if this answers that question for you, then we're going to encourage you to sign up for the challenge, www.thefastingforlife.com forward slash live. Click the link. There's a registration page has all the frequently asked questions, has the button to, to sign up, uh, gives you some con mm -hmm. uh, some testimonials. You'll see some of that as well. And then if you are looking for additional support before the challenge starts, you can also check out the resources tab. We have a fast start guide, which is six simple steps to put one meal a day fasting into your life, as well as an insulin assessment. If you're new to the concept of insulin resistance, this will give you some insights, some subjective insight into uh, whether or not this is part of your, uh, you know, concern or why you're trying to lose the weight or get healthy. So Tommy, specifically for the berberine question, we're going to get this question. We're going to put a link so you can get the one that I typically use. There's two different companies there. You'll see a link to that if you are mm -hmm. wanting to look into that further. Uh, but Tommy, as we wrap up today, any final thoughts? Yeah. Final thought would be like, just, just get started. So if you've never yep. fasted before, set a timer and, and just give yourself an eating window to get started. 
And if you're if you've already been doing that for a little while or you've you've tried that in the past, then take it a step further, get the fast archive, www.thefastingforlife.com and and get started with OMAD. Look at, at yep. putting putting your nutrition into one meal a day and see what kind of beneficial effects that has on your insulin on the scale and with with your own mindset to 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 push past into the next step of your fasting journey. Love it. Absolutely love it, Tommy. As always, thank you for the conversation, sir. Thank you for your time and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free fast start guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life. 